high. There is a temptation nowadays to multitask and as the people work from home, this temptation is increasing manifold. But there is a need to fight it and there are ways to fight it. When cell phones and multi-threaded operating systems went into wide use, we witnessed the rise in multitasking and that made people less productive. Suddenly, there was a constant temptation to switch away from one task to another. Checking on emails that may have come in over the last couple of hours. In addition to this, most of us became so used to switching from one task to another that even if we shut off our programs on the computer and put the phones away, our brains still interrupted us. The suggestion was that we ought to be doing something else right now. And this temptation got worse in the area where work from home was being performed. Chances are that you might be working alone in a room, so there is nobody around to prevent you from flipping away from one task to another. There can also be strong social practice pressure to avoid checking emails and texts during an in-person meeting. But it has become commonplace for people to be doing so several things at the same time during a Zoom meeting. And as a matter of fact, in many meetings, there is a shadow text thread going on that virtually requires you to multitask throughout. And the result is horrible. You find it harder than ever to pay attention to the task in hand. Your brain may try to derail your train of thought several times in a minute with an invitation to do something else. So what do you do? How do you keep your mind from wandering off? What you need is a little mindfulness. And mindfulness techniques have been touted as a cure for all many things. But let me tell you, it won't fix everything. But they are particularly effective at helping you with a mind wandering. So use mindfulness to stop mind wandering. And those intrusive thoughts can be kept at bay. What a lot of mindfulness techniques are designed to do is to help you recognize your thought pattern. And that enables you to notice when someone you're working with or something you're working on. And then you start thinking about something else. The value of noticing these thought patterns is that you can intervene. Rather than allowing yourself to follow the track started by the thought that interrupted you, you refocus yourself on the task you were working before. And thus you can minimize the influence of those extraneous thoughts that are disruptive. You have to learn a new response because the part of the problem with the thoughts that break in and suggest that you leave the task you are doing to do something else is that you then associate those thoughts with the actions of doing something else. And over some time, this leads to a chain of habits in which you habitually think of other things you should be doing 
which leads you to actually engage in that behavior. And this is the worst thing. It destroys your work in workplace. It destroys your social life. And even if you don't stop intrusive thoughts from happening, you can always change your response. Suppose, for example, you are writing something and you think about an email that might have come in. So rather than checking your email, commit to finishing the paragraph that you are doing. By consistently responding to the thought about checking your email, you are developing the habit. Then what you think checking email, you will actually be continuing working. Another reason is, that it's harder to engage in virtual meetings than in-person meetings is that you are not bodily engaged in a virtual meeting. Only a portion of your mind or your body is engaged. You are physically present with other people. Their body postures and attention affects your own. You adopt the physical posture of the people around you. And that happens only when you are sitting together. In addition, it is impolite to engage in some other activity visibly during a meeting. So there's a social pressure to avoid multitasking. In a virtual meeting, you're not bodily engaged. You can only see other people when they stare directly at the screen. Otherwise, they're not there. And you know that out of mind, out of sight is out of mind. So a well-placed phone can hide what you're doing from others. On the top of that, if you are in a meeting with several people, chances are nobody is really paying attention to what they are doing. That means that you need to create your own bodily engagement in the meeting. First, if you can get a standing desk at your home, try standing up for your meetings rather than sitting. Just being in a different physical posture can change your pattern of attention. Then, make sure that you have pen and paper available during the meeting. Take notes. Normally, people have stopped taking notes, but take notes. Doesn't matter. As a meeting is going on, you can doodle a little. But act of taking notes will make your body more engaged in the way to relate to the meeting. And that can increase your level of attention. Now, these two are very small things to do, but they affect you a lot. What really happens is that you have got to cut yourself away from those tempting thoughts that lead you astray. You have to train your brain to be more present. Not the future, not the extraneous things, but what you are doing. Multitasking at one time, I agree, was considered to be a great quality. I myself have been doing it, even now I do it. But most of the people should not be doing it. And what I have suggested today are two methods which can help you train your brain to be present, not go astray. First, change your body posture. Start writing. 
that will keep your attention on the minute. Take notes. That's very important. And create your body engagement in the meeting. If you can change your attitude, if you can change your posture, if you can do something which makes you feel concentrate, then those extraneous thoughts would not intrude and you would be present, present in the exact meeting that is taking place. Your brain would be under your control and your mind wandering would not be there. After mindfulness is nothing but changing your attention from one thing to another. And here, you don't change your attention, you just ensure that the attention does not change. This makes you a person who is much more productive, who is much more intuitive and understanding, and whose responses are sharper, quicker, and pertinent. And when your response is sharper, that means your perception also becomes more penetrating, more keener. And that is what makes you a better person. Keeping your mind from wandering will enable you to do better, perform better, concentrate more. And you would be a better human being, a better executive a better businessman, a better father, a better mother, a better partner. In fact, an absolutely better human being. And that's what you want. So stop your mind from wandering. Ensure that your brain is in the present. Train your brain. And these couple of suggestions I've given you will help you do so. Thank you.